Got a shot at this one at the 21. Heading to the far sideline, looking for a block, and got a couple. 40, midfield, Christian Kirk, one guy to beat, and he's not going to get it. Touchdown, a I got broads in Atlanta, just to the lead in the family. Credit cards in the scammers, hitting the licks in the van. Legacies, family, waiting see them like a panda. Going out like a Montana, honey killers on the helmets. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Draft Daily. Today, I'm really excited. I'm joined by Jake Anderson. You can follow him on Twitter at NFL Draft Talker. He's a draft extraordinaire, as well as a guy that makes amazing graphics. If you ever need help, if, if you need any more proof, just look at the Draft Daily logo, and he helped me out with that. Jake, how are we doing today? I'm doing great. How are you doing tonight, Elliot? I'm good, man. We're, we just finished up the combine. We get to talk about players and have some athletic testing numbers to back up some of the stuff we have on film or go back and watch some of these guys that performed a little bit differently. And I know we were talking about pre-show how we thought Kirk was going to test a little bit better laterally, but maybe not quite as well as he did in the 40s. So just to kind of give the people a quick rundown of what he did, he measured in at 510 to a one. He ran a 447 40 yard dash with a 35 inch vertical. Those are pretty good numbers. And then he had a 7.09 second three cone which is in the 23rd percentile didn't do well in 20 shuttle or 60 shuttle uh, the other uh and he jumped his broad jump wasn't great either but when you watch his film to me i think he's much more explosive than some of those numbers tested and then you you add in his production i mean he's a three-year guy five-star guy from texas a&m with thousand yards in his freshman year as an sec uh, wide receiver with seven touchdowns next year nine and 28 this year 859 and nine touchdowns and 10 touchdowns plus you have the return ability so jake i know you're a big christian kirk guy when you watch the film what's the first thing that jumps off to you about him he just seen he comes off the tape as a as a smart and a smooth player and i think that's maybe where he's a little bit deceptive and, and maybe his testing his agility scores weren't where we'd expect them to be is because he's just so smooth on the field um and he's just he seems like a competitor to me and and also he's just extremely versatile i love that i love that part of his game yeah absolutely it's, he seems like a really smart player too and mm-hmm. I, I really want to get into christian kirk but we talked pre-show and i want to make sure i ask this question it's so hard when you compare receivers and you ask people <laughs> rankings like i've seen the debate on twitter who's better christian cook kirk or audentate and to me it's like how do you compare these guys so when you look at a receiver what's what are some traits that are really important to you i i I fall in love with natural hands catchers and good route runners i i I mean uh, julio jones and antonio brown i think set the mark and they're completely different wide receivers and i think it's hard to really answer this question because i don't think there's necessarily a wide receiver that i look for because there's great ones that are big there's great ones that are small um you know ab wins is with his route running and his field awareness and julio jones is just physically dominant if i had to choose i i I always fall in love with high ceiling guys if that's if there's a weakness in my uh evaluation i think i i get a little bit infatuated with ceilings so i might look a little bit bigger guys but again it's it's such a hard question to answer (laughs) appropriately it's funny because every time i ask this question the two people that always get brought up are julio jones and antonio brown because they are the polar opposites but they show you how (laughs) successful a receiver can be and i'm with you man a a guy that runs good routes to me he's his floor becomes really high because if you can run routes you can get open in the nfl and if you can get open then you can contribute you might not be the best player in the nfl but good route runners find their way to sticking around in the nfl and that kind of segues really nicely into Christian Kirk because I thought he ran pretty good routes, especially underneath. He His ability to find the hole in the zone is fantastic. It's one of the things where people are going to knock him saying that he got lost in the zone a lot. But if you get lost in the zone like every game, multiple times a game, it's not that the defense is forgetting about you, especially a guy like 
Christian Kirk where they're focusing in on him. He's just really understanding the holes of the zone and where to settle down and the different levels and kind of how to fit in the in open space and then make those uh, those plays. Because, I mean, we're talking about a guy that is I – w- I would say it's he's elite after the catch. I mean, he was a, a dynamite returner. He can make people miss. He can run through contact. He's got really good vision. I, I think he's a – that's probably the greatest strength of his game is if you add in his route running and ability after the catch. Yeah, I, honestly, I I think I was a little bit underwhelmed with his route running, and I think that's part of that equation was he didn't get to run a lot of routes at A and M, and their offensive scheme and their their quarterback situation was a mess his entire career there. I think I think. I was more impressed with his field awareness and his his football IQ more than necessarily his routes. Yeah, although I do think he's he's smooth. Um, I think he still needs to to develop that part of his game, though. I think that's fair. So when I'm saying that, I'm thinking of that from the slot. If you're going to make him an outside receiver, there's going to be a lot of things he needs to do. He showed some comfort being able to beat the press with his feet, but he got a lot of free releases, and that allowed him to kind of settle down. And I, I thought he was able to create throwing windows. He was able to. They got him in so many good situations, which I really liked. I mean, they lined him up at H-back at times out of the backfield and the slot. They'd get him on linebackers. And he'd really break these guys down and create easy throwing windows for, quite frankly, very bad quarterback play. So that's kind of where I'm leaning towards the route running. I do agree that if you're going to move him to the outside, which is certainly a debate that we can have in a minute here, that his route running is going to need to to get better. So I, I should have been a little more clear there, but I think the over the middle of the stu- field stuff and the short stuff is, is kind of his uh, strength of his. Yeah, I completely agree there. I think we were talking pre-show about this as well. His ability to catch the football. I think there are parts of it you like, there are parts of it I like, and we, we have concerns. I think he's good near the sideline. I think he's got pretty good body control. I think he can adjust to the football. At the same time, he will let the ball into his body at times. He won't create the tightest uh, catch window, so to speak. What? How do you feel about his hands? And I, I really think he needs to work on that really hard because that's a major concern. And and for me, I, I absolutely love Christian Kirk as a player. And that doesn't mean I don't see his weaknesses and I can nitpick him just as much just because I like him so much. But I think he needs to work on that a lot because you see him in some contested catches and he gets the job done most of the time. He brings in the catch. But even like as he's going to the ground, you can tell he's fighting the ball to even hold on to it i remember that that end zone corner play uh against alabama when he you know it's over the shoulder and he kind of has the basket catch it he's running all the way through the end zone and doesn't even really necessarily look like he possesses it or against uh another end zone play i can't remember who it was against but uh it was the corner end zone play when he's diving out of bounds and catches it with his hands shows nice a snatching ability there and and good fundamentals catching but bringing it into his body it just he has some he has a problem securing the ball from the catch point regardless if he's using his hands or he kind of basket catches it i think that's fair another aspect of his game that he's not great at is blocking i rarely knock a receiver for blocking especially a slot receiver for me it's just a huge plus if you become a really good blocker like our Darius Stewart last year I'm not going to get on all these receivers for not being great blockers <laughs> it's not nece- it's it's kind of one of those bonus things for me do you have any other concerns with his game uh that's that's really it is I'd like to see him clean up his hands the most that's my biggest concern and then his route running I think he just needs to to clean that up a little bit and continue to work on that because he you know during his I 
his combine interview, you know, people were asking him, you know, can he play outside? You know, he's getting pigeonholed as a slot receiver. And he kind of laughed it off. I kind of like his attitude about some of these concerns about his game. But um, yeah, I think he I think he could play outside and he just wasn't asked to. And I think we fall fall into this this negative script of of players when you don't get to see them do something in college, you just assume that they can't do it. Um and I think he has a chance to, but I'd like to get, I'd like to be able to see him play more than just a slot. So that's why I really want him to work on his routes. I think that's a really interesting point in general, and something we should spend a little time on is: Do you want? You, you said you don't want to just limit him to the slot, but I, to me, I think that's where he could have the most success, or mm-hmm. even line up out of the backfield. I, I don't want to give away your player comp, but a way that team uses that guy is going to work out terrifically. <laughs> People will know what we're talking about here in a few minutes. But to me, I think that I would start him in the slot and kind of work his way to the outside. And if he could play with guys that are better vertical players than him at this point, it would allow him to develop more. So I would like to see him start in the slot. Is Would you like to see him start in the outside? Or is that no. just kind of something you, you think he has the ability to develop into? I just I just like well-rounded players that are versatile and can play at different spots. You know, So I think he's, he's going to make his money out of the slot. Um, but also you just mentioned it out of the, I love when he goes out of the backfield. He's such a weapon in the passing game out of the backfield. And he started when he was young, he played running back and in high school, he got a decent amount of carries and, uh, you know, they used him on jet sweeps at Texas A&M. So then he can use his open field ability and his vision. And that's, I just like well-rounded receivers. So I'd like to see him get a chance and, and be able to play the X or Y or Z wherever they want to put him. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it's one of those things that he could develop into, but he's not ready for it right now. And anytime you have a guy that can do more than one thing, it helps your offense. And I think that the slot position gets devalued in the NFL, and it shouldn't because you see, one is that teams are running 11 personnel so much that he's the slot receiver is a starting receiver. And two, so much of your offense can be run through a slot receiver, and they're constant first down creators. They may not be the biggest play guys, but... You know, he does add that ability after the catch where he, he, as a slot receiver, he can really make things happen for your offense. I just, honestly, I can't wait to give this peop- the people your player comparison because it's better than mine. Who, who do you compare Christian Kirk to? I he, My comp is one of my favorite players from, from years back. And it's, on a, it's funny that he's only 26 years old now, but he, my comp is Randall Cobb coming out of Kentucky. And Kentucky used him as a running back, quarterback, wide receiver. He played all over the place, but uh, just the versatility, and I think they're similar, you know, similar builds, similar players. Uh, He just, and I was a huge Randall Cobb guy coming out of Kentucky, and Randall Cobb was a really good returner as well. So that's that's where I keep going back to Kirk. I think Kirk is a little bit souped-up version of Randall Cobb. Which works out to be a pretty good NFL player. Uh Yeah, really good. (laughs) <laughs> and and I love that too because you just talked about his Cobb played running back at Kentucky as well and you can move him around the field and you can create these matchup issues and I, I've been yelling about this on the podcast I think the NFL is a matchup league and if you can get guys in space that can win against linebackers if you can constantly set up those match, mismatches you're going to get a lot of first downs and score a lot of points and I think Kirk's a guy that can really do that and the slot like I mentioned earlier I, I think is 
valuable. If you're going to move him to the outside, I think the player he might be able to develop into is Golden Tate. Now Tate's a bit much better route runner than Kirk is at this point, but I'm kind of referencing that run, that run after a catch ability because he can really make people miss. Uh, I mean, he's a really good returner, really good open field vision. Like I, I think he can be a dynamic player in the NFL with the ball in his hands. Landing spot is so key, especially for receivers, man, because the, the quarterback play is huge for these guys and what role they get thrown into. And I, I, I really think it's it's half the battle with these guys. And as an analyst on Twitter or whatever website you work for, like it's it becomes really tough to predict that pre-draft, not knowing what team a guy goes to. Um, do you have a team that you'd like to see him go to? Uh, that you think you could be really successful on? Uh, I just I don't want to say this just because I think you've heard this from every wide receiver landing spot on every podcast you've done so far. But uh, just going back to Randall Cobb, if Randall Cobb gets cut or you know if they release him, I think he'd be such a good fit in Green Bay's offense um, or even New England. I, I see a little bit of Julian Edelman in his game, a little bit um, on certain plays. So that might be a good spot too. Uh, but again, it's so, it's so easy to go to good teams with <laughs> that could use another receiver. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I use Green Bay and Dallas all the time because those mm-hmm. te- both those teams could really use a receiver. I think he could be awesome in Chicago as their slot guy there. I think if the Dolphins trade Jarvis Landry, he could be a replacement there. I think a team like the Browns that have Corey Coleman and Josh Gordon on the outside and you're looking for kind of a security blanket, you could get very creative with that offense and kind of really have these guys that complement each other's skill set. So that's not great from a quarterback and coaching situation, but from a player matching talent situation, I think it could work out really well. And then one team that probably won't draft him, but I think he'd be a really fun player on their team would be the Atlanta Falcons as a replacement for Taylor mm-hmm. Gabriel. And we've seen them get creative with receivers in the past. Last year, Taylor Gabriel had more red zone targets than Julio Jones through eight weeks of the season. That's not good. But Kirk, <laughs> but Kirk could get a lot of usage in there. And, and be a fun player in the slot. And I guess finishing off the 49ers and Kyle Shanahan. And I, I know they have Trent Taylor, but I just think Kirk could do a lot of stuff there and possibly move, even move, play some on the outside, play some in the slot. And Shanahan's a guy that's gotten creative with receivers in the past. And these basically, the point is, there's a lot of teams that he could do well <laughs> with, is, is what I'm trying to say. Jake, I just want to thank you for joining me, man. I mean, I love talking to you on Twitter and stuff like that. Why don't you tell the people where they can find you? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at NFL Draft Talker, and I am a writer for DLF. So occasionally, I'll put out some some work there. And then, obviously, I, I do I do enjoy doing some Avatar graphics and MFL graphics on the side. It's just something fun that I like to do and try to help out the community there. Listen, man, you're awesome at those. My header is from you. My my logos are from you. I probably gonna hit you up about some F- MFL stuff real real soon so i really appreciate uh you doing all that stuff guys again he's jake anderson you can follow him on twitter at nfl draft talker i'm elliot christ you can follow me at elliot christ you're listening to the draft daily podcast you can find us on itunes stitcher and google play as always guys we really appreciate you listening thank you now i want that drop yeah now i do what i want 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 now i do what i want